When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, hey, what's shaking? This is Rick Jordan. I'm just a guy that does stuff, goes on ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox as a cybersecurity company going public, and I love my country. Woo! It's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Let's go! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. It's 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 weird. It's weird how much things are are changing. Just just slowly. So, like on Thursday of last week, I had on Claire Lopez who is a 20-year CIA veteran. We only spoke for 20 minutes. I had no idea what we were going to talk about. And we just kind of started shooting the shit, and we came yeah. on to, like, COVID. COVID being a bioweapon, its gain of function, its uh, its uniqueness as a biological virus that has some... The way I described it is it's kind of like a, a make-your-own-six-pack at a liquor store. You know, go, <laughs> nice. you go pick up this, that, and the other thing. So... You can get like a a bud heavy, like a a white claw, and like a I don't know, like a Malibu in a can or something. That's great and all, it's fun. But let's be honest: Are you ever gonna find that six pack in the nature of a liquor store? No, no one's gonna sell that. It's ridiculous. That's yeah, kind man. of what COVID is with its gain of function, is its ability to do shit. It's not something you're ever gonna really find. But simply enough, an I'm a, I, I have a biology degree from the University of Georgia. I got into medical school. That's the extent of my education. So I don't know anything about this. But we just just talked about it. And it was banned from Facebook for, uh, for claiming that COVID is a bioweapon. And that's just, to me, the eeriest, the eeriest thing, that you can't even have a discussion about that. And I know, yeah. I know that you hosted a documentary, uh, Liberty Lockdown, and it kind of it's it's you're putting the crosshairs on you now because right yeah brother I was shadow banned many times <laughs> last year and the, and action blocked and you know just everything it was to the point the point where I really saw what big tech was capable of because mm-hmm. I was running ads for the documentary too but I knew I was shadow banned when I saw or rather my team saw that my paid ads were only being shown to my existing followers. When it's supposed to have this reach, you know, of yeah. 10x, 100x, whatever it is. But then you, you see even the story counts go down from several thousand to, you know, like 50. Uh-huh. Like yeah. The views on I'm like, there, this is this is what's happening now at this point. It's, it's and well, as you know, so I did some, I, I fucked around some ads last year yeah. just to see how it would go. And it was, it was more just like my own experiment. But like. I did. I had on Rob Manning, who's the head of NASA JPL, the team that just landed a rover on Mars. That's the awesome. head guy. I had him on. He's smarter than me Sick. and every guest combined. I've had him on. I've had on a guy that walked on the moon. I've had on Delta Force guys. I've had just a whole yeah. array. And so I would just kind of fuck around with different. I had on Mike Durant, the pilot that was shot down in Mogadishu that the movie Black Hawk Down's about. Yeah. I just have on different guys, and I was just trying ads with different things. Let's see what sticks. Let's see what doesn't. And. You could always so you'd go into like like whatever the app is for Facebook, like the like business page or page manager, whatever it is, and you run your ad, say a thousand bucks, and you see 
the number of impressions, the number of clicks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all the insights. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you go into YouTube Studio and you see everyone coming to the page. And it's it doesn't match one for one, but it is like a fixed percentage. So if I hit 100 likes on Facebook, that would normally like like clockwork always correspond to like 90 views on YouTube. You could pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So the point is, is whoever it is, Delta Force or NASA, left or right, you could break it down into eh, it's about a 90 percent conversion. When I started having on the Delta Force guys talking about like, hey, man, you know, the countries we've been to, like once you vote this shit in, you have to shoot yourself out. And like we know because that's how it goes. It starts with shadow banning and it ends with decapitating the village leader. That video I put it on Facebook, ran it for like a thousand bucks. You know, it got like 50,000 like views on Facebook, got about a hundred on YouTube. (laughs) So it, that's great. It gets a little hairy, right? Yeah, it does. The, the movie itself was right now. It's only on Vimeo, my documentary, because Vimeo is the only people that would accept it. Yeah. Right now, you know, Amazon was classifying it as hate speech. How the fuck? It's a, I know, because I don't know if you've seen it yet or not, but dude, I'll send you a code. But it's it's crazy because it's not even laid out from a virus perspective. You know, there's really no, like, conspiracy stuff in there. Yeah. I, I intentionally, as an executive producer, kept us out of that realm because I wanted more mass appeal. Yeah. You know, and just talking about government overreach, which yes. is really the theme yes. of the entire thing. Not really about the virus, but no. about government overreach. Yeah. Yeah, this was just a vehicle. COVID was just a vehicle uh-huh. for state governments to really start kind of overreaching. Yeah. You know, and of course, we have a different federal administration now, which we'll see what happens with that. But dude, just the other day, again, I posted because it was a Wall Street Journal article that was saying the title or the headline was, we'll have herd immunity by April. You know, th- this was just like three or four days ago. And I was thinking, I'm like, well, no kidding. You know, because this is this is what happens yeah. with viruses. Yes. You know? Yeah, it's just it, it's just how they work. It's the the one thing I I, I go I kind of think about a lot is well, it's like what you said, and it's like liberty. And I was yeah, because I was looking for it. I was like, oh, it's not on YouTube, and I was like, it's not on Amazon. And I was like, yeah. and finally, I was like, why am I being so naive? Why did I think this was going to be on Netflix? <laughs> like, of course yeah. it's not. It's like you know, it's like, are you twenty one or older? Because it's this may contain hate speech, and it's like. I'm an yep. adult. It's fine, you know. I, yeah, you know. In high school, I grew up watching Jackass, and I'm still alive. Like, yeah, I've yeah been, for sure. Know, I can dictate what's good and what's not. But yeah, when you go when you go into that, and that you don't talk about. You're like, what is the genetic? What is the genome of this thing? Was there transposons and changing it around? You don't go into any of that. You just. It's like what I whenever I bring up like 9/11 or something, people are like, you're a conspiracy theorist, and I'm like. Whether or not it was 19 terrorists, whether or not it was the CIA, yeah. whether or not it was Saudi Arabia, whether yes. or not it was whatever. <laughs> There's still freaking planes that hit freaking towers. Planes hit towers and what was yeah. and what was the subsequent things? There's a massive uh there's a massive drawback of civil liberties and we went and occupied two foreign nations. Regardless yeah. of how it happened, regardless of it was yeah. Pennywise the clown or whether George Washington rose from the grave and somehow crashed plane, it doesn't matter. Action A happened, and there was result B. That's that's all that matters, and it does matter who did it. But like, for the argument of like civil liberties, the Patriot Act, the massive de- massive jump in defense spending, occupation mm-hmm. of foreign lands, normalization of mass surveillance, the TSA, 
that's what matters. So with with Liberty Lockdown, it's the same thing. It's like, it, regardless, did this slip out of a lab? Was this intentional? Was this really just a one in a trillion year freak virus that got out and, hey, you know, shit yeah. happens? Who cares, really? It doesn't. I mean, that, yeah. that's, yeah, and that's, um, that might, that phrase might get me in trouble, but I don't care because the thing that I focused on with the film, as you know, was just the, it was really the inconsistency of the response mm-hmm. across all 50 states. Mm-hmm. You know, and even in the beginning, it would have been okay because I even tried to play the good guy in this, right? To where it's like, hey, in March, we really didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like the first two weeks, it's like, to be fair. Yeah, absolutely. You know, nobody knew what this was or how virulent it was or what's going to happen. So let's kind of wait it out and see what happens. But then, after that point, after really about the first two weeks is just when all hell literally broke loose. You know, and now we're seeing some of the repercussions today, thank God, you know, with Cuomo having his legal issues now. It's a, it, it, yeah, it, at the beginning, it's like kind of portrayed him and Pritzker in Chicago, where I'm from, in Illinois. And then, of course, Newsom in California, which that dude is still way up there, too, as far as craziness. But those three states were the ones and obviously they're the three largest democratic states that it, that exist yeah you know the the the, the left leaning you know not leaning they're just hardcore in the left pool yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna pussyfoot this man yeah <laughs> left leaning it's like no the the, the leftist utopia is with heroin needles and open bathrooms yeah for sure Str- straight but, uh, up what it is but i know it was hilarious because even you know places that were in articles and media that were backing a lot of these governors for a while too during this whole crisis during the previous presidential administration was starting to flip on them around january or so after the biden administration went in because now it's like they got it, in they don't they got nobody to blame dude yeah <laughs> for, for, for the crap that they're pulling there's nobody to point the finger at anymore yeah it's i i kind of talked about this last year where it was like because I have like a couple like left leaning friends that I have come on here and because they're like moderately left leaning guys and it's like I've known them for 10 15 years and I can talk to them like an adult but I always kind of I always kind of fuck with them I'm like hey man like once I get banned from YouTube which eventually will happen and I'm like you you have to understand that like cancel culture doesn't just cancel the thing and then go we got them. We're done. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> no, that is, it's a it's a beast that I mean, no pun intended. It's a virus, right? It's a yeah. virus that kills off a host and then goes to the next. It doesn't know how to do anything but kill, right? Like a landfill yeah. company is always going to look for trash. It's just period. And if there's no trash, they're going to make it. So, like, I'm like, once I get canceled, well, you start with Alex Jones, right? They got and then they got Milo, yeah, and then yeah. they got a couple more. And then they took down a sitting president, right? Now it's Rogan voluntarily left, just sweet money. And now, mm-hmm. and not to put myself, but, you know, first it goes Trump, and then it goes Rogan. Of course, naturally, next is Tommy. Like, no, it's not like any of these people know me. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, that's giving myself too much credit. It's like, hey, you know, they've got me next. Now that they've taken down a president, they're like, who, yeah. who is that? Who's that psychopath yelling? But like, it's not. The point is, it's just the the general. It'll be you'll you'll be gone. We'll all be gone. Yeah. And then yeah. what I'd say to my liberal friends, I'm like, and then you, Ernie or Roger, I'm like you my moderate liberal friend now when you don't think that chopping off a four-year-old's balls is stunning and brave and you go maybe that's a little too much now you're the far right 
And you're uh-huh. going to go. It, you it, it. it really is cheesy. You know, first they came for the Jews, and then they came, but I didn't say anything because I wasn't a Jew. And then they came for the Poles, and I didn't say anything because I wasn't a Pole. And then they came for me, and that there's no one left to talk. It's like a cheesy kind of like, granted, that's a very serious quote from the Holocaust, but like, yeah, yeah. It is true. First, they came for Alex Jones, but I didn't say anything because I didn't believe in reptilian overlords, you know? Yeah. And then they came for <laughs> President Trump, and I didn't say anything because I didn't yeah. think that Mexicans are rapists. And then they came for Tommy, and I didn't say anything because he's kind of a douchebag. Eventually, you know, if you're like, hey, maybe we shouldn't, like, mutilate toddlers' genitals and give them hormone blockers, but they're still left-leaning because they're like, maybe Medicare for all. Uh-uh, buddy, you're next. The target goes on you because they <laughs> yep, don't know yep. how to do anything but cancel. I know I haven't, I haven't stopped talking, man. You got to if, – if I – you got to throw – No, dude, you're good. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no problem. I'll jump in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. But that's what it is. It's – you can't – but I, I say it all in response to what you said now that they don't have anyone to blame. They don't just change. They don't go. Yeah, from... that's why Cuomo's getting impeached now because yes. there's no one else to shove it off, right? Yes. That's why Pritzker's worried as hell about getting reelected now. Yeah, you know that's why Newsom is freaked out about getting sued from eighty thousand different organizations now <laughs> yeah. because it's there's nowhere to hide because it's like a, they're all on the same side, so to speak. Now yeah. the the states and the and the federal governments and who else do you blame at this point because now everything's focused on the vaccines yes you know and the rollouts but before it was trump was withholding vaccines or the federal plan is crap and now it's like well no you still have the stockpile of vaccines and you just don't know how to distribute it yeah orange mr fat guy that's sitting in the (laughs) the springfield yeah exactly so it's but that was another Cuomo man. If we can talk about him real quick, because yeah. that, that was one of the things we sort of brushed over it in the film a little bit, just because we weren't trying to go to the bad place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, facts. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the film is just straight facts. We yeah. tried to present it like it was building a case in a court of law, just throwing truth bomb after truth bomb, but not in a way to where it's beating people over the head. It's just, here it is. We're laying it out. What you're, you can't what you're, deny it. What you're really trying to say is it was just pure racism and white supremacy. That's oh yeah, yep. Hate speech. That's right. That's what I, that's yeah, what right I got on. from yep. it. Is that yeah, you, I'm sure you did. That, right. It's but yeah, it's just, totally conservative. You know, Tea Party. It's, oh, it's like oh, what? God, no. It's like, yeah. Dude, what? I'm just I'm just pointing out some facts and shut up, racist. Yeah. And you're like, fuck it, <laughs> dude. The very, the, when you watch in the film, the very first interviewee that comes on is from he's an epidemiologist from ucla and he hates trump so much it's hard to see in there because he has his hair back but you know we filmed this in 2020 in the in the summer of 2020 but you can see little bits coming out because it's like 18 inches long he hasn't cut his hair well he did now i bet you but he didn't cut his hair since trump took office since trump won because he hates trump that much so he is by far leftist but he's on there saying listen the response to this whole thing was stupid yeah. because uh, there's no way that we should tell healthy people to go hide yeah we should have focused and this was the point it's like let's focus on those that are high risk and the elderly yeah just like anything else under the sun flu you know any regular pneumonia whatever and i don't care if people say hey you're not compassionate i am because high risk people can be in their 30s notice i said high risk people yeah right <laughs> there was a post i made at one time it was like you know because the university of new york put this study out there too and this was right after new york finally started calming down with the case counts you know and they probably because this was before really a lot of the political crap 
you know, Cuomo have his, has his issues because he was sending people with COVID back to the nursing homes from the hospitals, still positive. You know, so it was like murder, essentially. Yeah. You know, but from the perspective of the, the University of New York, they probably had the best counts then because that was before all the politicians got involved in what the real counts were. And they started analyzing this stuff. And this is a study that's not in the film, but it's one that I looked up. They were looking at the highest single mortality factor was your age, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're over the age of 80, you, you're, you've got like a one in 10 chance of dying. You know, your death rate is 10%. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, that is legit bad you yeah, know, if you're over terrifying. 80 years old. For sure. You know, so you look around and you, I mean, even in the office here, it's like, well, that means like two people are dead. If yeah. we're all over 80, mm-hmm. no, without a doubt, we all get COVID, two people are dying, mm-hmm. period. It's just going to happen. Sure. But then the second largest factor was obesity. Because at its heart, this is, uh, at its core, this virus is, uh, it's an inflammatory disease. And that's what it does with your lungs. And that's what this epidemiologist was saying. It's like, we should have rallied around the elderly and the high risk. So you can be 19 years old and super obese. Are you going to die? Uh, unlikely. Uh, but if you're maybe in your 30s or maybe in your 40s and you're 50 pounds overweight, 100 pounds overweight, you know, it's hard to imagine 100 pounds overweight. But, dude, I was 80 pounds overweight at one point. Oh, dude, I'm, you know, 80. I'm, I'm, about, I'm still about 25 pounds overweight right now. I've, I lost my brother to suicide in 2014, and I, I, I put on about 70 pounds of McDonald's and beer. It can yeah. happen. You can do you it. You got it. Oh, it can be sure. done. It can be done very quickly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. But so this this study was saying if you're old or if you're fat, you're screwed. That's what. But that's what. But that's what they've been telling us. That's what they've been saying as like PSAs for the last fifty years. <laughs> exactly, and that's what I'm trying. That's what I was trying to tell everybody through this whole thing. It's like, where's the focus on this? It's like, oh, let's isolate and all. So it's like, no. Let's get some nutrition education going. No, no. You don't turn that stupid food pyramid upside down because it's crap. No, it's everyone go inside and be terrified because that's what it really is, is it, yeah. it's a power grab. And it's, yeah, it's you do kind of have to like, right? Because it's like we said about like 9-11. It's like it doesn't matter how it happened. I mean, like, and that, that might turn some people off because they're like, no, it absolutely matters. And it does. It Was it the CIA or was it 19 terrorists? Was it the CIA or was it Lee Harvey Oswald? Yes, that is important. But for the sake of the argument, you only need to look at what happened and how did we respond? Was it planned or not? With this, was it a genetically engineered lab, a virus from a yeah, lab in yeah. Wuhan? I think so. But regardless... Is it's a virus that came out and affected the world. Now, what are the realistic repercussions? What happened post 9-11? Massive defense spending that we hadn't seen since Reagan. What really Mm -hmm. happened here? You have have several major companies that all business went to. Every mom and pop store shut down. But you have things like Walmart or Amazon or even argue like Netflix and Zoom where they completely took over. It's a tide rising up and it's it's a it's a six foot tide. And everyone that's six one is surviving. Everyone under yeah. is drowning, and it's like that's thank God very, I'm six one. Yeah, well, I'm five nine, so I'm duck, right? <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. I'm I'm gone, and now my podcast is gone. Everyone who's over six one, ha, Rogan's yeah. dead, man. You're good. You're wiping out all the competition. Ooh, Alex, there we Jones, go. <laughs> Alex Jones, I imagine he's probably right. He's dead too. We're all dead. Thank God for that one inch. Exactly, man. It's and that's she never said that, but that's I right. Know, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's it's just it's cold, but like. That's 
there is a realistic <laughs> effect of something like the virus, right? Where it's it's how else are you going to wind back? I mean, was it was it Dick Cheney or one of the one of the think tanks he was involved in, the New American Century, which they wrote mm-hmm. in ninety nine or two thousand, where they said verbatim, "What America needs is a new Pearl Harbor." I mean, little odd, sure, a little odd. And but regardless of whether or not that was planned or not, it's, again, it's not the point. It's what happened right after they took the Patriot Act right off the shelf because they had that thing primed and ready. Yeah, I mean, what yeah. are we seeing with COVID? I mean, it's a complete wiped out. This is a dictator's wet dream. No one's allowed to hang out like it. And they can. And oh, my God, that means they can only communicate over what? technology which means we can just yeah. censor everyone so it's no one's meeting in the gym and talking in the sauna and at walmart and at a bar being like man do you think the election was stolen do you think no no one's allowed to talk about that anymore you can only talk over a medium which a couple of companies have complete control over it's you a dictator's it. wet dream a wsa article i was telling you about that i, I just posted a screenshot of it the one that said we'll, we'll have herd immunity by april I put a screenshot of that. You know, I'm at like 170-something thousand followers on Instagram. I put the screenshot up there, and they tag it with, for COVID-19 information, visit cdc.gov. Oh, yeah. You know, they're still flagging this stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not shadow banned at this point, but I'm like, that isn't even like the purpose of this. This is an op-ed from the Wall Street Journal, and it isn't even talking about scientific evidence. It's literally just spouting truth and data. It doesn't you know matter. about how the cases are dropping all over the place, and there's only one real explanation because the vaccine hasn't been out long enough, dude. Yeah, there hasn't been enough people that have gotten it yet. Yes, to cause this kind of drop in numbers. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's, and that's the thing is, to me, that's what just makes it seem so much more guilty, right? It'd be like, it'd be like if like I had three brothers growing up, and I mean, I'm sure this happened, I don't, but I'm, like if my dad were to ever to say like, hey, some of my beer's missing. Like nothing makes you look more guilty than if you were like, I didn't take it. Yeah, yeah. You might be like, no, I drank it last night. I was just saying I need to go get some more. But it's very weird if you're like, <laughs> it wasn't me, okay? You're like, dude, no one was even yep. no one was even saying anything, Tommy. You'd be like, if you came on, you're like, hey, Tommy, I'm Rick. It's nice to meet you. I'd be like, I didn't kill her. You'd be like, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'd be like, the body That's was great, there. Dude. The body was there. I just bought the property. You'd be like, all right, man. So it's kind of weird when you just put up an episode where it's like I had on my buddy Ernie. I have on Ernie because Ernie is a is a Mexican immigrant who worked in the Obama administration. We are on polar opposite ends of the political spectrum, but we went to college together and we used to drink vodka and play Mario Kart. So like adults, our friendship and our drunken debauchery supersedes our political beliefs of course always yeah and he came on and we were talking about like you know they're because he still lives in georgia which is where i went to school with him and he's like yeah man they're pulling down confederate statues and i was like jesus christ and we we, because there was a lot of them where we grew up and we ended up talking about COVID, and it's just for shits and ernie is a political science major he's not so i just put in the title COVID and confederacy just that was the topic yep flagged Big disclaimer right below it. COVID-19 is a, and it's like, dude, it's, so it's again, the whole, I didn't kill her. When you just throw out the name COVID as like, it's part of like alliteration for the title, COVID Confederacy. And they're like, COVID is not a bioweapon. And you're like, no one was even, (laughs) no one even, we weren't even getting to that, man. So it's very weird. (laughs) It's very weird. That was the exact tone of the film, dude. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, we didn't even say that this thing was deadly or how many people it's really killing. I mean, it's just, yeah, we're just just coming out and saying, hey, 
can the governors really do this stuff? <laughs> and they're like, it wasn't a bioweapon, and China didn't help plan the, the, the theft of the election. And you're like, what? Yep. <laughs> what? Cool. Well, I'm glad to. You, you can talk about that. That's cool. But, you know, I'm going to go back to my film I'm over here. Back to my film. <laughs> it's just like, it's. I had on Jefferson Morley, an author. Very smart. Again, he's a super liberal guy. I'm not. And it's cool because like adults, I was like, hey, I just want to talk. He's a badass author. He wrote about James Jesus Angleton, the head of counterintelligence in the CIA for, I believe, 17 years. James Jesus Angleton was so secretive that when he was fired from the CIA, they didn't actually they went in to try to look at what he did. And no one actually knew what he was doing for 20 years. He's a weird guy. He opened up a file on Lee Harvey Oswald in 1959. Four years prior, a little weird. When later mm-hmm. asked, did the agency have anything to do with Kennedy's death? He said verbatim, or not verbatim, paraphrasing, the agency is a big mansion and I'm not aware of every room. Which, why wouldn't you just say, why wouldn't you just say no? No, yeah. No. Instead, it's like, the, you know, the CIA is a complex group of men who have the skills to do things. And it's like, Please just say no. Oh, that's like the precursor to Liam Neeson, dude. I know, right? It's literally like I, I have, have a, a set particular of set of skills. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like yeah. Liam. Just you know, the judge is like, "Did you kill them?" Liam's like, "Just his his lawyer's just like Liam, just say no." And he's like, "I have a particular <laughs> set of skills, and I worked in subterfuge for decades." And they're like, "God damn it." <laughs> Just, damn, you know, yep. it's, like, it's like saying the like Dick Cheney was 9-11 was done by terrorists, right? You didn't gain any money from it. And he was like, I was the CEO of Halliburton for a decade. And you're like, dude, just. Just dodge, just, dodge yeah, the right question. On. We only made 40 billion in profit off the invasion of Iraq. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> just, but, right? So I own Jefferson Morley and we just talked about whatever. We just, it goes up. Big plaster right there. John F. Kennedy was assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald. There are far right wing conspiracies, and it's like, dude, it's JFK is not even like my guilty pleasure with with like, with like conspiracies. Yeah, like yeah. it's fun and all, but it's like I'm, I have a different taste. But it's weird how they start to tag things with that. I had on. Um, do you know? Do you remember what rooftop Koreans were? The no. 1992 LA riots. The yes. Rooftop yes. Roof Koreans, right? <laughs> yeah. With all the guys, yeah. Well, I tracked one down. Uh, his name's Tony Moon. He's like 50 now. And I had him on my podcast just to shoot the shit. It was because someone took someone took video of the rooftop Koreans and then they overlaid it with like the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas music. And it was just That's like sick. It was badass, man. I'll say yeah. it to you. They did the same animation and stuff. And they had like the they had the same font and it was like rooftop Koreans. And it's like, the, <laughs> you know, they're standing up there. Watch the right. now, dude. It's amazing. Well, I went on there, and I was just because I love Grand Theft Auto, and it's it's, and I saw one of the comments was like, "Man, I was 18 during that. Like my my father was like a first generation immigrant from Korea, and he saw like countries go south when he lived there. So he made me and my brother go on like a patrol. He's like, I was 18. He's like, they handed me like a Beretta and like a like a Remington shotgun, and we had to go on patrol to protect our like father's stores, and I think his cousin was actually killed." Wow. Like uh, some gangbanger came up at like point blank and shot his cousin in the head or something. But I was like, that's so, I was like, that's insane. And 
so I just went to like the user on YouTube and like went to it and found him and he had like an email. So I just emailed, this was like six months ago. And he, he's like a, he's like a real estate agent now in LA. And I was like, <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, Hey, or, good for like, him. Yeah. Straightened out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I emailed them and I was like, this is very, this is going to be very weird. But I was like, yeah, no kidding. I was like, first of all, I was like, before we even start, I was like, is the term rooftop Korean like demeaning? And he was like, no, man. And I was like, awesome. Second question. Would you like to do my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, sure, man. And so he came on. We talked to him. He's like super clean cut guy. He's like, you know, can we watch the language? Yeah, he was like, yeah. I'm very active in my church. And I'm like, absolutely. And we talked about it. And so he eventually like changed his like Twitter handle to like rooftop Korean. Now he's got like tens of thousands of followers. He has far more than I do. But the point is, is yeah. he came on and we talked about that. And well, he started going around in like January, maybe December of 2020 and was like posting videos of like restaurants where he lived in LA and they were just straight up defying like the mask orders and they were just, oh, paying, yeah. they were just paying the daily fines. They just didn't care. And their business was fine. They, yeah, they kept exactly. the revenue coming in. They just, when you walked in, you had to like sign a waiver. You're like, yeah, I might get a virus. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Disney or, or universal, man. My kids, my kids are, uh, 13 13 and 11 i have twins uh, that are the oldest two but they're all pretty astute you know i would i even got to bring my oldest son along with filming last year mm-hmm. and he he wants to get into filmmaking so he was 12 at the time he was carrying just a, a mirrorless around you know with a 50 millimeter he, he loves yeah. getting into all that stuff and i only know what that stuff is because of him yeah. for real otherwise <laughs> i'm yeah. in front of the camera i'm the guy behind the scenes paying for everything that's yeah. just how it goes i don't film that's yeah. not me I mean, yeah. but then yeah but in the middle of the very first place that we went was San Francisco. And standing in the middle of Union Square, I don't know if you've ever been to San Francisco, dude, but Union Square is like the, the epitome of affluence in that city because it's a tech hub. There's a lot of money that exists there, a lot of venture capital, capitalists, a lot of angel investors, a lot of seed funding. And so you've got the Apple store, of course, but then you've got Saks Fifth Avenue and Tiffany's and all these other high-end stores in this one block radius in this central square area called Union Square. And we're standing in the middle of the road, my, my 12-year-old son and I just looking around, dude, there's no cars. There, there's no people. Saks Fifth Avenue is boarded up. Jeez. Apple store is boarded up. Yeah, and you look, you just see the sun overhead, but then I start thinking back to, you know, like the walking dead. Because yeah. that's exactly what it felt like was standing in the middle of the city. Like civilization was gone. Yeah. Done. And my son was able to, to see it. It, it. Thank God we were able to find a burger place that was doing curbside. Even curbside at that point in San Francisco was literal curbside. You could not go in the restaurant. You couldn't even stand by the door outside of the restaurant. You had to go stand on the curb 10 feet away from the front door. And they had to bring the food out to you. I mean it's it's absurd yeah and, and you have to start to question like what is what is behind it and to me it's even more odd when they say you can't question it don't talk yeah about exactly it. I'm yep. like man if you really want to pull off a conspiracy if i stole the 2020 election and or released a pandemic i would let everyone talk about it oh yeah right i would too the fact that Bob Lazar is still alive, the guy that supposedly saw UFOs at Area 51. Oh, I know. To me, that to me, that's the biggest defense that it didn't happen because they haven't killed him. I personally think he did, but for the sake of the argument, it's like 
if these people were in charge, they would have killed Bob Lazar on day one. It would have been like, no, yeah. jackasses. Let him go out and talk. Don't say you got it. It's so it's very odd. It, it distracts from the attention on them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the that's old like CIA tricks. Yeah. You know, the term conspiracy theorist was coined yeah. by the CIA. And that's not yeah. a conspiracy. Like Exactly. It's it's <laughs> it's to make people look crazy because they found that above all else, regardless of security clearance, whether you're yeah, James yeah. Jesus Angleton or whether you're Bob in Vietnam, the one common trait is people don't like being ostracized and to be made yeah. to feel like they're goofy. So yeah, right on. If everyone goes, if someone goes, hey, I saw a UFO, and everyone's like, hey, did you hear what Bob said? <laughs> to me, there is a bigger, you know, I am. I would be more scared of just, you know, not anymore because I've just gone off the deep end now with just not caring. But I mean, in college, That's good. dude, I saw a bio of yours beforehand. It's, a, it's had like tinfoil hat word, and it was pretty great. I'm like, <laughs> we're gonna have a fun show. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's I, lo- I love that shit. It's yeah, but like. To me, the the greater effect to get me to shut up, it wouldn't be men in black coming to my house and knocking on my door and being like, Mr. Carey, you're discussing some top secret uh, weapon systems out in Nevada. You need to stop. That's not what's going to stop me. I'm going to be like, oh, shit. What's really going to stop me is if I say that and people start giving me the weird eye and girls don't text yeah, me. Yeah, right on. Yep. That's what's going to stop me is human nature. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I, I, I can't do this anymore. But it's it's... It's odd because, I mean, for instance, Tony Moon, right? So I had on Tony Moon a second time, and we just talked about the stealing of the election. I'm like, it object, like, that's what I watched. I just watched, I watched it on this TV. Yeah, I watched yeah. the election pause in the middle of the night and go back. And as for everyone's, oh, you're just a, you're just a Trump tart. Dude, I voted for Obama when I was 18. I voted for Romney in 2012 when I was pre-med. I voted for Bernie in the primaries after my brother committed suicide because I was like, maybe we do need access to mental health care for all. And I voted for Trump in 2020. My mind molds and changes. I, I, I'm not. A, I'm not lockstep one way. So, Isn't that supposed to be how it is, though? Yeah. You know, and that's a, that's yeah. a, that's the point of truth, right? Yeah. Because you have a story that's true until your environment changes. Yes. And then that story is untrue now, so you have to make a new story. Yeah. That goes along with the new environment. Yeah. When I was all eight, this. Yeah. Yeah, all this stuff back from 20 years ago, politics or everything else, it's not the same society. It's no. not the same culture. Truth is different now than what it was back then. Yeah. You know, and there's even, you're talking about JFK. I mean, even though right now I would identify with the Republican Party, you know, I take a look at the ideals of the Democrats back in the 60s. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty great. Yeah, dude. <laughs> back my- then, all the Republicans were white trash. Uh, racist kkk members yeah religious overlords <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's not me <laughs> no not at all it's dude my my mom's father who passed away in 2010 was as far right republican as you can get he voted for jfk yeah because <laughs> he was so it's not even like if i went back in time i'd probably vote for him this far right attended mass every day at a catholic church for eight decades this guy voted for jfk because he was like yeah. hey man you know hey i like what he's saying Right, right on. I happen to think that Clinton was a good president. Yeah, hey, <laughs> he balanced the budget, like it or not. Yep, Bill Clinton. Right on. Yeah, he challenged. The, I mean, he's not a good person. He fuck. He, I, I've had on Juanita Broderick on this podcast. He raped Juanita Broderick. That's a bad person. Mm-hmm. Not a terrible president, and that's a horrible thing to say. But I mean, to just be detached from it. Yeah. Look, it it it, it is what it is. 
and it's so I say all that to say so when I watch this and I go hey I think the election was just stolen I just watched it right it's I was only 11 on 9-11 so I don't I was in school I don't really remember it I just remember my mom crying but I mean like the one thing I've heard again and again is like when the second plane hit then everyone was like oh shit yeah dude when I was watching at four in the morning I watched Trump give his his, uh, just I won speech at 2 a.m. And then I watched all my liberal friends going, fuck, he did it again. He won. And then I saw, like, right before I went to bed, it was like, and they're going to stop counting in Michigan. And I was like, huh, that's, I was like, it's probably going to be some COVID shit. And then it was like, and ooh, breaking, they're, they're going to stop counting in, in Georgia and Pennsylvania. Yeah. And that's when was I was the like, second plane. It was the second plane. I was like, yeah. I was like, this, okay, this is how it's happening. Yeah, same thing. I knew it was done. And that's where that phrase, nail in the coffin, comes from, right? Yeah. He's because you can kill like, somebody, but to make sure that they're dead, you have to seal it. And it was like that was the second plane. Yeah, as you're just watching, you're like, this. Yeah, this isn't an accident. Yeah, whatever the point is, and personally, I do think it was stolen, and it's. But but we are here today on February 23rd. So the point is the discussion now is. So I had on Tony Moon, and we were like, "Yeah, man, it it, it seems like the election was stolen," and he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm going to go to DC on the sixth. I was like, "Oh, cool. So am I," and. uh so again, I just made like a funny title. I was like, "Hey, we're bringing rooftop." No, I think I said, "Rooftop Koreans are going to stop the steal." Because I was thinking like the LA riots, <laughs> stop people looting your store. So I was like, That's great. "I was like, who's going to stop the steal?" I was like, "The rooftop Koreans." <laughs> that was episode two ninety one. This is episode three sixty eight. So it was a while. It was like well, I can't do math, but it was, it was some episodes ago, as of yesterday, February twenty second. Episode two ninety one was banned by YouTube. It was taken down, and it was it was you are not allowed to discuss. I think of quote far right conspiracy theorists uh, alluding that there is mass voter fraud in the twenty twenty presidential election. Wow, that's so they're may they are literally but verbatim let me, making it a partisan issue. Let me pull it up. Maybe they've changed it since then. I posted a video of it. So I so I screen, wow. so I screenshotted it. I screen or I screen recorded the email, and then I uploaded it to my channel. That's a, dude. It's back to the you should say less because if big tech doesn't want to get in trouble, why up. would they ever put far right conspiracy? It's, you can say just you're talking about conspiracy theories rather than saying far right conspiracy theories. But that just that just gives them away. It does. It's it's again. It's it's every time they they just say far right, and you're like, dude, yeah. you're just making shit up now. You're just making shit up now, right? It's, I mean, it's it's absurd. It's just, Why don't we talk about far left conspiracy theories like Trump is best friends with Putin? Let's talk about that. Yeah, no, but you, but that's fine. <laughs> that's stunning and brave, right? It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter if you say that. It's that's beautiful. That's what I was yep. kind of thinking of. Is and I, clearly I'm incorrect. I thought by having on, you know, I was like, if I say stop the steal, but I have it with a rooftop Korean, I was like, they can't take me down because now they'll be racist for taking down. Nope, yeah, they right did it. Right. They had no problem doing it. I was thinking more and more. What I need to do is get like a. I need to get like a like a black transsexual friend. There like, you go. With like, cover everything. With like a, Can you with cover like, all the letters? It would have to be yeah, like sex change, gender fluid. They'd have to be in a wheelchair, convert from like Catholicism to Islam, and yeah, then they have to wear like a Me Too shirt. And if they come on and then they start talking about like the election was stolen on the night of November third with yeah. <laughs> I would just be like, 
come on, try to do yeah, it, okay. right? It's like it's a lot, right? It's like the it's like terrorists and you know like like third world countries, right? They they put kids around them and that's how they like carry their weapons. I've had on yeah. Delta Force guys talking. They're like, you'll see someone walking around with, that, with like an RPG, but they'll surround be surrounded by kids. Yep, and it's just that's like exactly you know they can't yeah. hit them. Funny yeah. enough, though, the Delta Force guys are like, well, that's why we train a lot, so we have a good shot. Dale's like, mm-hmm. Dale, Dale Comstock's like, don't worry, I still hit him. He's like, you just have to aim yeah. a little high. And it's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> these, guys, these guys don't give a shit. It's um, like, yeah, man, I love, I love shooting. The way he says it, too, he's like, I love shooting him right in the face. And I'm like, Jesus. That's hard. That is hardcore. Yeah, that is no hard. You know, I think I'm like, I love America. I, I yell on YouTube. Dale's like, I've been deployed to 97 countries. And I'm like, Jesus Christ in heaven. But yeah point is is it's kind of the same thing right maybe i just need to fight fight far left like fashion or, or your dictatorship the same way that terrorists fight how do you fight a superior enemy surround yourself with kids yeah maybe yeah. i just need to br- bring on all of the like oppressed olympics groups yeah and then just or, have like them a read- children's choir or something like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just have them read talking points <laughs> for sure <laughs> just have them read well, if it's a choir you can have them sing the talking yeah. points and yeah. then how are they gonna ban that yeah, yeah. it's it's i want a to- multiracial kids choir yeah <laughs> multiracial kids choir. i thought about i thought about doing things like subtly like um you know, it's like another thing that like never gets right. It's like it's like the Epstein cover up, like largely like the biggest like political scandal of yeah. our lifetimes. It's if you could argue nine eleven was in our lifetime, maybe two thousand eight. It was there a part? You know, was that? But yeah, it's almost least, twenty years now, man. Yeah, at oh. least of the decade, yeah. right? You you could say Epstein. I have this idea to. I haven't read the book, but I know I need to. I know it's a classic. How to win friends and influence people. Yeah, yeah. So every once in a while, if I can't get an author on. Because a lot of them are like, eh, this kid's a psycho. I'll just read their book anyway, and then I'll just do, I call it a solo rant, and it's where I get in, I just start talking about the book. But I mean, there are That's a lot fun. of books I just love, man. I mean, yeah. all about the Cold War, nuclear bunker, bunkers, continuity of government, contingency plans, the strategic air command, nuclear weapons, ICBMs. It's all, I love that stuff. And if I can't get the author, I just screw it. I just start talking about it. But, uh, so, Fuck, I forgot where I was going with that. What were we talking about? No, oh, Epstein, no. Epstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're just like, I don't know what you're talking about, Tommy. Dude, I started thinking about Hamilton because yeah. my kids are super into Hamilton now, yeah. which is a fantastic musical, and it's pretty historically accurate, too. Oh, yeah. You know, and I just the, the brilliance, because you're talking about continuity of government, but the financial system that was put into place in this country just was freaking amazing. I haven't, yeah. I honestly need to learn more about that. That's one rabbit hole I haven't gone down. Dude, it's it's incredible, and it's just the the intricacies of everything, and how debt is used as a vehicle to catalyst the economy. Yeah, and it's which is actually good business sense, you know, in a lot of ways. Because with my IPO this year, dude, I'm taking on a lot of debt. I'm yeah. millions and millions of dollars in debt to acquire other cyber other cybersecurity agencies, but it cash flows out in like eighteen months. So mm-hmm. in eighteen months, everything's in the positive. But the only way to continuously grow and cause more flow of money is to take on more debt. That's, you know, so remember, like I was saying, it's like the Democratic Party of old. It makes business sense. And that's actually even what they're doing right now with another COVID relief bill. That's what Trump was doing was mm-hmm. more spending, which is what traditionally Democratic is what Trump was doing with, more, yeah. with going into more debt, right? <laughs> but where did he come from, dude? He came from a business world. Yeah, yeah. It's It's... 
it's dude, if you if continuity of government i actually finally did get the author on garrett graff it took me like nine months nice i was calling this guy I was, he, he had the best-selling book on audible in 2019 and it was this book, awesome raven rock and it's all about it's nuclear bunkers from fdr through uh through obama dude if you want a book to melt your mind it's 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 that you'll realize, come in yeah you'll realize just how how much none of them actually care there is a there, yeah. are, there are there are bunkers for about the thousand most important people in the united states the rest of us are just fried yeah. and cooked but yeah at least i'm six one yeah no no man you're done with that this 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 way <laughs> yeah, this doesn't matter yeah, yeah this, this is matter. six two and up right yeah, this is six two and up well it's like what eisenhower said about it is he was like he was like, some of these Soviet subs are like, they're 60, or I think they did the math, they they could get so close to D.C. that it would be, um, no, it was uh, 360 seconds, yeah, six minutes from launch, SLBM, submarine launch ballistic missile, until yeah. detonation. Normally, we'd say about 30 minutes with ICBMs, it's about nine hours with bombers. 360 seconds from these submarines off the coast of D.C. till uninhabited nuclear wasteland. And that's what wow. Eisenhower saw. And he would be like, people are going to be going insane. He was like, this isn't war. This is by, you know, we could be having breakfast and by lunch we could be in the Stone Age. But that's yeah. that's a whole, I'll, I'll send you that book. It's called Raven Rock by Garrett M. Graff, G-R-A-F-F. Awesome. Point is, is before I got him on, I just talked about his book. And that's actually how I got him on. I talked about the book Stealth War, uh, China's War on the United States by Brigadier General Robert Spaulding, who worked in Obama's National Security Council. I did that, and then I emailed it to his secretary, and I got him on. That was cool. Yeah, right on. So I had this idea for to read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I just wanted to discuss the book, just that, all about you know not going into the obvious things like blackmail, but just yep. discuss that book. But I wanted to do it. I wanted to go get like a desk, get like a boat, and go out to Epstein's Island, and like do it on like the shore, and just have his temp- <laughs> have his temple in the background. Never once address Epstein's Island, but just talk about how to win friends and influence people, <laughs> and just <laughs> just talk That's about geo- geopolitics and be like the importance of establishing friendships and treaties, and all the while just have the pedophile temple right on. <laughs> That's great. never fucking address it just yeah right it'd be like if you shot the film uh, liberty lockdown it'd be like if you shot it in wuhan but never said yeah, right on. about it, it was just, that was, i was like i want to do something like that just put it right there never address it never say a word about it but yeah man there there are weird things like that though they're just they're verboten you just can't talk about it and yeah. it's it's if you can't tell how i do this podcast there's no topic it's just all off the rails Good. but yeah fuck yeah good yeah but that's I, I don't i don't know man and there, there are very there are very real things i mean i know you've you've talked about it with like human trafficking right is, yeah man that's is, it's well human trafficking went up 40 percent in 2020 it sure did like that's something that sure does did. not get brought up at all like we're all hurting we all need stimulus checks like yeah. suicide rates are up Human trafficking is up not four percent, forty percent. Forty percent, you got it. Of a hundred and fifty billion dollar annually business or business operation market, that's no, that's not pocket change. No, it's not at all. Yeah, it's not at all. And that just that's the part when we talk about the human side of things, man. That's what gets me going the most, because when somebody crosses that line, I don't care really if they have 
mental illness because they don't because at that point in time it's a choice yeah right because they're, they're highly functioning individuals that traffic other people mm-hmm. and we're back i mean this could even coming back to hamilton right because they were looking to abolish slavery mm-hmm. it was never really abolished in the united states it was never really abolished mm-hmm. you know but it just went underground literally in a lot of cases underground i've talked about the tunnels in vegas man mm-hmm. That's a that's a trafficking spot. That's where kids are delivered down there. You know, not where they pay for them. The dark web is where they're paid for. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the transaction takes place. But with the dark web, there's always there still has to be delivery of the goods, if you want to call it goods. You know, of the product. Mm-hmm. That's what happens in the tunnels in Vegas. Prior to COVID, because of the Super Bowl, but yeah. Vegas still used to be on Super Bowl weekend. You know, the biggest hotspot for. Child trafficking, yeah, yeah. And last year, before COVID, I don't know what the fact what, what the numbers were this year, just a couple of weeks ago. But last year, there were two thousand kids that just went missing in Vegas on Super Bowl weekend, and that never, they found like a hundred and twenty. And that never, you never see that in the news. You never you got it when it's like two hundred thousand kids went missing in a year. Yeah, that just doesn't get brought up, and it's and 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 not in a year. That was in like two days. Yeah. That was just over. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But what 2,000 I, kids in two days. And it's again, there's this whole thing with like orange man bad where I mean, Rogan says this all the time. He was like, there's this problem where if he if Trump does something like no one can give it credit. It has to be orange bad. Like, yeah. and that's I mean, and that's like my own cognitive dissonance. I have to overcome with like someone that I don't like Biden. Like I have to give credit where credit's due. If he does something. I have to go, that's good. That's objectively good. Like, you know, I have to take my head out of my ass and be like, that's good. It's This is weird because yeah. I don't think he's a duly elected president. I think they stole it and it was a weird communist takeover. So maybe that's an exception. Okay, I'll give Obama credit where credit's due. Before Obama, when someone lost their, their son or daughter overseas dying for America, the body would come back to Dover Air Force Base until the Obama administration, the family of the deceased had to pay for their flight had to pay for the to go to go to Dover. They had to pay for their own flight and get their own hotel to pick up the dead body. Under the Obama administration, they changed that to where Uncle Sam picked up the tab. Yeah. Okay, I'll give credit where credit's due. That's an objectively good thing, right? That really is. They, and not a lot of people know that. Not World War Two, not yeah. Korea, not Vietnam, not Desert Storm, not the War on Terror, not until two thousand eight nine. All right, so there's credit where credit's due. But there's this thing where it's like you know Trump's banning flights from China. In January, and everyone's saying it was racist. What did Nancy Pelosi say? Go, you know, go hug a Chinaman or something. Yeah. No one can, you know, hydroxychloroquine or using UV light. Like, that's now coming out as, like, an actual way to fight this. But no one can say it. Because, Hello? Yeah. Yes. Orange, man, orange man bad. You just can't. Yeah. You just can't say it. So. I but it's how, okay that Biden says that even U.S. citizens can't get back into the U.S. now without a negative COVID test. That's okay. But it's stunning and brave. It's progress. It's yeah. LGBTQ. Yeah. Shut up, bigot. That's what it is. Yep. It's just shut up. They just bludgeon you with it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hey, man, what a, what about this? I feel like this isn't. And they're like, look at this white guy. And you're like, that's racist. But like, it doesn't matter, right? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, that's one thing I always say, man, is, 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 is well, the whole sorry, the whole point of that rant was but the amount of human trafficking that the Trump administration stopped. And that's not an opinion. That's not a fantasy. That, that's an objective fact. The amount of human trafficking rings that they busted surpassed the previous two administrations combined. What he did in four years surpassed what happened in 16 years. That's an objectively good thing that doesn't get brought up. Yeah. It's it's infuriating, but it's... 
take it on a less serious note, that's someone made this like a it's like a, a plugin you can download for whatever browser you use. But what it does is when it's like for news sites, every time it says the word white, it'll actually replace it with um with black or Jew. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yep. Yeah, black or Jew. <laughs> and it, it allows yeah. you to look at the news differently. So when it's when it's like uneducated white men are ruining America, all of a sudden <laughs> and, and it says uneducated oh, Jews God. and you go Whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and then you catch yourself, you go, Oh, this is just the plug in and then you go, Wait, why was I so okay with it when I just said white people? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then you know, when it's like blacks own too many guns and you're like, What the fuck? What the- <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, Oh yeah, no, it was just whites. Yeah. It's like that weird moment of like cognitive yeah. dissonance where you're like, Well, why is it okay to say whites? But Oh yeah. I remember Chappelle's stand up show and he's like, I hate guns, I hate guns. I own three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, what about uh, Patrice O'Neill? When he was like, he was like, America's, he was like, America's school shootings are actually like our biggest, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, they're actually like our biggest defense asset. He's like, that's yeah. a controversial take. <laughs> yep, a bit. <laughs> Got to tread really lightly here. <laughs> We're walking on some very thin ice. Oh yeah, no kidding, <laughs> right? But, but he was like, "Think about it. We'll have kids go to schools, shoot up children, and we will refuse to give up a single weapon." What that shows other nations is that we are willing to kill ourselves indiscriminately. So don't fuck around with us. That's how yeah. other nations go, man. They really have no regard for human life over there in America. They're the last country I'm going to start a war with. <laughs> he was like, hear me out. He was like, it's a strong. Oh, so shit, man, if you're like, yo, they will literally slaughter their middle schoolers. <laughs> what are they going to do to us? <laughs> just, I don't know, man. It, uh, I don't know. It's got to have that effect, though. It's it's what you were saying about debt is – um and. But, don't let me keep is it did you say an hour an hour 15 yeah you're good man okay, I got okay 20 yeah. or so yeah yeah, yeah. I, like i said i keep people verbally hostage is, Do uh, it. if you can't tell i've actually had kind of my own argument and i talked about this with an author last week michael swanson author of the war state a really good book about the military industrial complex from eisenhower through really through like uh jfk and then it kind of goes into the present day but it's the argument that that we're racking up this debt, twenty-seven trillion dollars in debt now. Mm-hmm. The, our biggest defense, or our biggest portion of, of the the budget each year, is defense. Well, I was thinking, like, if 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 I got money from a loan shark, right? Some and he's got his goons, right? And if I don't pay up, they're gonna like scalp me. Well, if I got ten thousand dollars from a loan shark down the road, and I know there's a nine hundred percent interest rate, I'm screwed if I can't pay that back, unless. I take that loan and then I contact the Delta Force guys I've interviewed and I go, hey, I'll double your salary if you come protect me. Yeah, yeah. How is that loan shark going to collect the money? He's going to send his goons? I I have my my trained killers, right? I have my SEAL Team 6. So I've been thinking more and more about the $27 trillion debt. Is it not actually the most brilliant move? Have we built a $27 trillion army? Who, who's going to collect the tab? Yeah, it is in a lot of ways because the irony of this is that most of it's borrowed from China, which to it, me makes no freaking sense whatsoever, not even just from the U.S. perspective. 
I'm saying from the Chinese perspective, you know, unless they have, of course, they have some calculated strategy in it. But why would you loan money to your enemy if you know you're not going to get it back? Well, and that's that's my. It's, I used to first look at it. I was I was like, why are we letting China own our debt? I was like, this is just. I was like, they're going to come, they're going to collect the tab, and then America's going to collapse. And yeah. I started looking at it from the terms of like real, of real politic, right? It's like the Dark Knight yeah. Rises, right? When Bane goes yeah. up to him, and he's like, I've given you a small fortune. And Bane's like, does that give you power over me? And it's like, yeah. the reality is, is like you gave me a bunch of digits on a screen, but here's Bane, and he's going to break your neck. And all of a sudden, you realize yeah. how much of it was an illusion, right? It's Everyone can say that's illegal, but it's like, who has the tanks and who has the guns? Yep. How is, you know, does China, it's like Bain, it's like China, do you feel powerful? We own $27 trillion in debt. Man, we've got, we've got 16 aircraft carriers. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> we just started a space force, man. Like we've still, yeah. got, we've still got our Cold War nukes left over. You know, the biggest air force in the world is the United States Air Force. The second yeah. biggest air force in the world is the United States Navy Air Wing. <laughs> like, we could probably convince your neighbor to hate you for at least 10 minutes just to push the button. Oh, we, we could do, yeah. You know, yeah, uh, we could. Yeah, India, one point one billion. Like, yo, you guys, yep. you guys want yep. to become buddy buddy with us? You know, it's like right on. Which is also a nuclear country. Which is exactly. Yeah, exactly. Where I think is like, is the debt not the strongest thing that we could do? Borrow money from. Everyone. I think it is. Yeah, there was some analysts a while back. I look into a lot. Like I said, a lot of the financial stuff too. And at the time when the COVID relief bill came a year ago, they were talking about the percentage of debt compared to the GDP, the gross domestic product. And it was going to take us from like 87% ratio up to 89% or something like that. And these analysts were coming out and saying, it's okay. It's all good because we still got another 2% to go till 91%, then we're really screwed. <laughs> so we still have room to breathe. It's okay that Congress raised the debt ceiling again because we still got room to breathe. But if we get past, and I, this I don't understand, but like if we get past 91% of debt to gross domestic product ratio, then we're done. <laughs> <laughs> then it's over. Yeah. But they don't say why. In this it's, article, they never said why. It's That's you, right? It's That's yeah. the six-foot wave coming. And you go, yep. we're good. We're good. Now, if it goes up an inch, <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm dead. My life is over. I can't provide for my family. But until then, it's Gucci. You know, it's great. Yep. It's just like, up until that moment, it's like, we're just so we're just right two more two percent more yeah, end of the world reserve currencies collapsed and there's a power vacuum but that's still two yeah, percent yeah. away baby so it's hey. but look at coming out and talk about finance and debt again going back to like the new deal right yeah what was that it was a spending plan uh-huh. what was world war ii world war ii was a, was a debt and spending plan Oh, world, yeah, and it, it pulled us out of the Great Depression oh, world war ii is the best world war ii is the best <laughs> stimulus package we've ever had <laughs> it's it's like, yeah, yeah, it's and it's you know, and, and I, I almost feel myself like going to the dark side. Like, after reading that book, War State, I now look at it and it's like his whole book is like the argument against he's like, now it's like, you know, Eisenhower's beware of the military industrial complex, it's in every courthouse, be, beware of unwarranted influence by the blah blah blah. Where so many Americans now make money working at defense contractors and working at yeah, subsidiaries yeah. and everything. To where, it's like what Tim Dillon, the comedian, said, 
And he was like, let's be, he's like, Tim Dillon's like, I sold subprime mortgages for a decade. It's all a scam. And he goes, you know what America's built on? It's built on scams. It's built on young guys from Long Island selling things to elderly people with dementia. And that's how the nation keeps on rolling. Because it's been happening every decade. You know, Wolf of Wall Street much? Exactly. And he's like, yep. and you know what we need right now? War with China. He goes, we need a good one. We need a good, yeah. brutal yeah. war. Land war, not <laughs> nuclear weapons. We need a land war with a lot of replaceable pieces. <laughs> that might be it, man. Dude, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crush all the conspiracy theorists here a little bit, too, because it's just with the vaccines. What's the vaccine? It's a freaking spending and debt program. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what does it also do, right? It gets people out of their homes again because now we have to go to vaccine centers to get these freaking vaccines. Yeah. So I'm looking at this and it's like, am I am I going to take the vaccine? And I've come to the conclusion that it's a no unless I need to travel internationally, which I, I was just even in Canada just a, a month ago. I was able to get across, thank God, but and able to get back even better. Woo but <laughs> I know, winning. <laughs> <laughs> small victories, but small you victories. Gotta, but, you got to take them, man. Not, yeah. not every victory is D-Day. Sometimes, yep. sometimes you just but, find a heads-up quarter. Exactly. But I'm not going to take it because I don't need it because I'm healthy, I'm fit, I eat right. I, I probably have had COVID like 17 times already. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Who knows? But it's like, oh, I think I had that for like two hours. Yeah, but that's what it is for most American, most of everybody, you yeah. know, because again, it's back to elderly and obese. But the vaccine, dude, it's a spending and debt program. So from that perspective, I'm like, awesome. It gets people, it gets money moving and yeah. it gets people out of their homes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's to me it to me that's the greatest argument that it is um that it is it, that it's a, a chinese bioweapon it's because i mean when you look at another great book the hundred year marathon by michael pillsbury who was the deputy secretary of defense under reagan wrote all about chinese doctrine uh, unrestricted warfare uh, their whole philosophy on this thing called the warring states period from their history don't ask the way to the emperor's college and all these weird chinese sayings but what it comes down to is is nothing can be left off the table when you're fighting an enemy and whereas we look you know we kind of saw america go all out during the cold war right where we were facing an equal enemy mm -hmm. you have to take it even another step further when you're facing a greater enemy you have to be even more ruthless which we saw in world war ii firebombing dresden nuking hiroshima and nagasaki it's like you gotta just turn it up to 11. so with china looking at us and in, in the Chinese, well, I didn't know this, is in, in Chinese politics, they don't look at them as being behind America and they have to overtake us. They look at us as a as a as a momentary. We've momentarily pulled ahead because China is mm -hmm. so old that they're like, this is just a phase. America is just a phase and they want to squash us. But the point is, is their whole thing is unrestricted warfare. They know they can't fight us with tanks and with aircraft carriers. So they fight us with bribing politicians, with knock, you know Chinese knockoffs, with with over with with using using our laws against ourselves. To me, I don't think it's at all. I mean, it's terrible, but from just a purely an objective strategy standpoint, what other way would you fight America? You release a virus. There is that, no other way. You'd yeah. re you'd release a virus that takes yeah. out the economy that powers the war machine, right? 
it's it's in World War Two when we had to when we were really going into Germany and we realized we couldn't shut we couldn't destroy every tank and we couldn't destroy every dive bomber. When we found there was about five factories that built all of them. And so instead of taking out tens of thousands of tanks, we were like, yo, what if we just hit these five factories? Yep. But then there was this area in Silesia where it was the main power plant that went to all five factories. So finally someone was like, we just bombed the power <laughs> just do this. And they did it. And like a month later we were in Berlin. War's over. Hitler capped himself. That's an oversimplified version of it, but there's a much easier way to go about things. So, I mean, if I'm China and you're looking at our $27 trillion defense network, or, you know, what if we just cut this bat open? Like, yeah, yeah, right. you know, there's, there's two ways to go about it, right? It's like, I don't know, man. So, that, I don't know. That's my argument for it. It's, um, yeah, well, I uh, I hope I haven't uh, scared you off from coming on this podcast again with my with my conspiracies. I hope I dude, didn't... I'd love to be back on. We'll talk about anything, dude. Fuck yeah, man! Yeah. It's uh, some people are very like they're like nervously sweating. Yeah, and I'm like you know I like thing... to I like to just be truthful, you know, and that's yeah. the that's the point of it. It's just like hey, this is what's really happening. What's going yeah. on? Yeah, <laughs> the thing that's happening is <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like that's what I try to do, though. Is yeah, I just. I sure I have my own opinions on things and how crazy things are. But to me, reality is so much more insane than fantasy and fiction that you don't really need to make any. I mean, again, when the head of CIA counterintelligence says, hey, did you kill JFK? The agency is a big mansion and I haven't been in every room. It's like, what the hell did you just say? Like, that's mm-hmm. ins- that's insane. And. I don't know, man. That's what I try to do on this podcast, and some people take it as yeah. you're crazy, and like that might be true, but some people get very uncomfortable when I start going down that road. Yeah, there's a phrase I learned from a, a Navy SEAL friend of mine. Is it true? And it's a way to wrestle the subconscious, but I love applying it to everything right now. You know, so it's like, is it true that there is a new virus that has never touched the world before? Yeah, I'll buy that. That's true. Is it true that Cuomo sent sick patients from hospitals with COVID back to nursing homes. Yeah, that's true. Is it true that the death tolls in those nursing homes skyrocketed around the same time? (laughs) That's true. So that, that, yes, that's that's the whole film, dude, is Liberty Lockdown is that right there. Is this, is it true? It's like, yes, okay. Then at the end of the is it trues, it's, well, therefore, this man is evil. <laughs> and then that's when everyone, that's when all of a sudden there's the dis, it's, it's, no, no racist. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like you just walked them through it. Where's that chrome plug in again? Where's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where's the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, this is why black people can't talk about COVID. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what the fuck, man? There's, man, if you really want to red pill America, that's what you would do. Is you would somehow yeah. you would somehow hack the tickers on CNN and MSNBC. <laughs> you just replace white with with, with black Jews. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, African Hasidic yep. Jews. That's how you'd red pill America. But yeah, man, it's. Thanks for having me on, bro. Absolutely appreciate dude. it. Yeah. yeah, thanks for coming on, man. If you can't tell, I just like. I just kind of like running my mouth and seeing what sticks and not everything Good. sticks. Some people are like, that was fun. Never contact me again. And I'm like, understandable. <laughs> it's, it's so yeah, it's, 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 yeah. I get it. I'm, I'm like, used to it. I'm like, yeah. 
respect. I mean, I guess, but respect. And some people you just get outright no's from. You know, I, I, yeah, I yeah. contacted the Bush, uh, the office of George W. Bush, and I got a flat out no. And I was like, hey, you know. Real I right. appreciate those stances, right? Yeah. <laughs> Versus this is a, a a big mansion and it has men and I don't know every room or whatever. Yeah, just t- just tell me to just tell me to go yeah. screw myself. Yep. There's yep. there's sorry, we'll wrap this up in a minute. But yeah, there's nothing I like more when the response isn't like I, I appreciate the no. Like I do appreciate yeah, that yeah. a lot more than a ghost or a weird dance around. What I appreciate even more is when they say, What is your audience reach and can I link my company? And I'm just like, yep. I, I love that even more because it's like they're just staring at you in the face and saying, can I make money off this? And like the answer is no, my podcast isn't big enough, but I'm like, I respect that. Like that's not, yeah. there's no foreplay. It's straight up like, can I cash in? And I'm like, I cannot, but in a year I might be able to. And they're like emailing me in a year. And I'm like, I respect yeah. that. That's soulless, <laughs> right on. but I respect that cold yep. calculus. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah, man. Well, hey man, thanks for having me on. And, um, yeah, thanks I've, for having me. On. I've got I've I've got one point eight thousand subscribers, so I'm not sure there's a whole lot I can do for you. But uh, <laughs> no, dude, it's one point eight thousand that can get a little more truth. Hell yeah, that's how it is. Well, yep. I, I appreciate that, man. I'll link all of your stuff. Um, any shout out you can give this podcast, please do. For sure, man. I'm going to post it in my stories. Yeah, thanks, man. That would be here. awesome because yeah. it's it's yeah. as as you, if you can't imagine, it's what I say gets shadow banned. I mean, who could have guessed that, right? Yeah. Who could have guessed? We'll, we'll use some uh, nondescript clips on, on my social to get yeah, just, it out there. Just say, just say, I don't know. Just completely give it a like a clickbait progressive title. Yeah. Like LGBTQ guy pets a puppy, and like we'll, I love it. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny is that there's an Instagram trust score. Did you know that? There's a there's a it, it's an it's called a trust score, and trust. that's internally what their algorithm decides. And then there's people that get involved when they manually review your content for shadow bands and those kinds of things. And your score either goes up or down depending on your engagement or the type of content that you're posting. You know, if it's far right conspiracy theories, then your trust score goes down. And then Elon Musk, do you remember this a couple months ago during the middle of the pandemic and right before the the hoopla with the election? He was saying, hey, I'm going to establish this website that's AI based that analyzes all of the media reporters and all of the media outlets and gives them a trust score. (laughs) It fact checks every single thing that they say on air or every single thing that they write. You can actually see if they're spewing bullshit or not. But at that point, there was the white dude, right? And all of a sudden it became racist. It became hate speech. But yet big tech, Instagram has a trust score. It's just, just, it's just, just social credit score is what it is, which is directly, yeah, that's exactly, which is yep, directly right from China. And it's, I mean, yeah. I know I'm pushing it. I got one minute left. But I mean, that's, again, when you when you realize what is COVID, COVID makes it so you can only shop at a couple stores, Amazon, right, Walmart. Yeah. When everything's there and then you only have a couple big tech companies, we are not that far away from your trust score is inadequate to shop on Amazon. And mm-hmm. now they have much more uh, smoothly and complexly than Stalin or Hitler could ever have dreamed of. Yeah. They have now denied your ability to food and water based on things you say. They Here's think- a curious question. Maybe we can stop with this because I don't know the answer, but it's fun to think about. What if there was a world that existed with no Facebook? You know, I think, What would happen? I think we could do that. I think with a couple... Yeah. Just like just like Germany and Silesia and the power plant. Yep. 
Actually, you know what? Whatever I was going to say, I'm sure will be taken as inciting violence. So I'm just going <laughs> to. <laughs> just not going to say it. I'm only asking a what if question when it comes to servers. That's what I'm asking. I'm just. Say- I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying. Can those things withstand a, a certain overpressure from a nuclear weapon? You know, I'm not. I'm not telling you what to do, everyone. But I'm just saying. How strong are those walls? It's. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, I said that as a joke, and um, I've never met this man in my life. Yeah, Jordan put that perfect. idea in my head. This is brother. I, thanks, my man. I identify as I identify as a as a as a black as a black transsexual. <laughs> no one can criticize me. Thanks for having me, or thanks for coming on, Jordan. Rick, you Jordan. bet, bud. All right, my man. <laughs> thanks. Take care, buddy.